Hello everybody, welcome on into the Confused Gentleman. This is Season 2, Episode 4. We have another great show for you today. I'm your host, my name is Kip, one member of the Esteemed Gentleman Group. To the right on my screen we got my co-host WD, and to the left is my so-called so co-host Christian. It is nice to see you both. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing today? I was doing fine until that comment. <laughs> well, well, that's okay, Good. Christian. You're, you know, <laughs> things happen, as we'll just say. But uh, you made some comments to me right before we started, so that's what I ended up coming up with. So here we go. <laughs> is <laughs> so, that how that goes? <laughs> it is. Uh, like I said, we got a great show today. We're going to talk a little bit on censorship issues, cancel culture, and some of the nuances around both of those topics. Uh, before we get into them, I know we had a crazy uh, winter storm pass through here this last week across the whole country. How'd you guys fan out uh, down in Georgia? What was the uh, what's the situation? Wet. So not a lot of snow. Cold hit, and rainy. You didn't get yeah. the Texas situation, huh? Lots of rain. No, no, no. Had some. Had quite a bit of flurries the other day, but nothing substantial. I mean, yeah, it was cold. It didn't. It didn't get above. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, uh, yeah it was 30, like thirty three. Yeah, that's just like it was insane how cold it was all day. That's just hoodie weather, my dude. I'm wearing a hoodie right now. This is how I went to work today. I got, I just got a hoodie on. Yeah, up in Michigan, we had, I think we got about six inches of snow where I live, roughly. Yeah, Uh, it's been cold. It's been single digits, maybe up to like 13, 14 at the high time of the of the day, and uh, it's snowing again now. And I, I I have some, uh, some. some intel that says the plow drivers are expecting us to get another foot throughout the weekend. Oh wow! Of snow. So so yeah, we're gonna we got a lot of snow coming in, and it's gonna be a good time. So, well, the good thing about Michigan is y'all are a lot better prepared than most states in the South for. Oh yeah. The, yeah. So so when you hear six mm-hmm. feet, you hear another foot. Yeah. You're like, all right, cool. It, like we we would hear that if that happened in Georgia, we'd all die. <laughs> you know, we, we had one bad winter when I lived in lived with WD down there and. Everything yeah. was closed for a week, and and yeah, yeah. God, we walked. Remember, yes, remember we walked did. <laughs> yes, we did. Four locos, and I, I think you you mentioned about taking your car, and I said no, Jesus. we're not taking your car. And I'm glad we did it because I know at the end of the the apartment complex, there was like four cars stuck on the uh, in in, oh, yeah. in your little uh, oh, yeah. you know, street racer car <laughs> mm-hmm. you had. Those profile tires were not going to go anywhere in the snow. It would have been fun <laughs> yep. to see you drive it, though, to see what would happen. But uh, it was nope. a good time. Uh, all right, guys. Where do you want to start? Do you want to do censorship first? Do you want to do cancel culture? Do you think one leads into the other? How do you feel about it? Yes. Which I one? definitely think one leads into the other, in my honest opinion. I, I, what, what do you like, think? I mean, I, I, think, I think that censorship, I think – Council culture leads to censorship, and the reason I say that is I think once you're once you're flagged by council culture, so I agree with you. That's what I think as well. Yes, the the cancel culture uh, leads into the censorship deal. So let, let's start with the main topic of the cancel culture. For people who don't quite know what that means, I'll be surprised if a lot don't. Uh, it is just exactly what it sounds like. You do something that goes against the narrative or you go against the mob or they don't like what you do and they will do everything in their power to cancel you, to get you to to lose your job, to get you off TV, to get you off radio, to whatever it is 
they want to achieve, hence the name cancel culture. Uh, I'm I'm trying to fl- fly off the seat of my pants, but I can't think of like what's a high profile person. Well, no, not that. What was a high profile thing that you think was cancel culture? Uh, the Star Wars actress got. Fired oh, that's a from- perfect example. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I am not a Star Wars person, so I have no recent. idea who that yeah. is. I know I've heard of the Mandalorian. So, mm-hmm. um, what what I, happened? I, what what happened there, Christian? So Gina Car- Carano, uh, Carano. Uh, so Gina Carano. We're gonna go with that. She ha- she's very right winged troll. Like I'm just gonna say what I want to say, and you can say what you want to, but I don't care. And she just kind of a lot of people were uh, from the left, and even some from the middle. I would assume. We're saying like some of the things she was saying was like not politically correct. And I don't know the exact statements, but it, it wasn't just a one time thing. It had been going on for like six or nine months of just constant. She said something. We don't like that. She goes, I don't care. I'm going to say something worse. We don't like that either. You know, just a con- constant like, like she wasn't going to back down from him. She was like, I don't care what you got to say. You're stupid for having in this opinion because why do you care what I say? I don't care what you say. Um, so at the end of it, so they kept pressuring Disney to fire her and they were like pretty behind her for a while. Uh, and I think it just, I guess it just piled up. Plus I think they probably finished shooting season three by now with the Mandalorian. If not, probably all her parts are done is my theory is now like, Hey, we'll just get rid of you after season three that we just got done filming and we'll be done with you. If that makes sense. If they're just, they're saying they may recast the character. I highly doubt it. I'm not saying that she's a huge no name. Like maybe a recast would be fine, but yeah. So basically that's the, cause I'm a huge Star Wars fan. She like, that was the closest thing to me in cancel culture was basically, we don't like what you have to say. It offends me. And I'm going to make sure you lose whatever, makes you a person or not not necessarily a person but makes you relatable enough for me to know about you if that makes sense your status i guess is the best way to say that you can say livelihood too livelihood yeah because she lost that job yeah which wasn't it like she shared a a meme or a screenshot of another tweet or she replied like it wasn't exactly her own words was it yeah no she 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 had shared some things and she had shared some tweets and that and like Basically, they were like, how can you support such and such, you know? And she was like, it's a tweet, you know? Like, she was very much yeah. like, I don't understand what your problem is, you know? Dubs, any thoughts? Yeah, I think it's it's just crazy how someone, like a celebrity of her status, very, you know, I would say, maybe not renowned, but very well-liked, being that she's in a Star Wars franchise and all. And just because she expressed her opinion, and it goes against the norm, I'm doing that in quotes, of the major media outlets and the executives of people in the media, um, that she's getting canceled. And it makes zero sense. You know, the Daily Wire picked her right up um, after this came out. Yeah, so she's producing and starring in a movie with them. Um, I haven't really looked to see what... um, what that's going to be about, but I, I love that. Uh, it's Matt Walsh and uh, Ben Shapiro, who are the main guys in the Daily Wire, and uh, yeah, I think it's very interesting that they instantly just picked her up, you know, because there's no reason for what's well, happening. Well, when it comes to Hollywood, 
I think this is an extension of just like the Hollywood blacklist, where if you do mm-hmm. something against mm-hmm. what Hollywood wants, mm-hmm. you don't work again. Yeah. Right? Or you never get any big roles. And that yeah. that's it's that's definitely cancel culture, but that's also industry driven. And I think that can would play a role across a lot of different industries. Right. I, I have to I would have to think you know, sure. you know, Christian, you, like you're a manager. I, I, I'm sure there's a blacklist of people that hire again. One hundred percent. But those are also all company driven, industry driven, not a mob mentality rule where there is no personal connection from victim to accuser. Right. And that you know, it's, it's strange how we got here, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and why. And I think. You, I would think the first case of this really being relevant, you go back, what, six, seven years ago, when you have the gay, the, the cake shop that wouldn't make the gay couple mm-hmm. their cake, yeah. and then the other one of that mm. secretary or clerk wouldn't issue gay marriage licenses. Like, mm-hmm. they fought like hell to get her fired and removed and what have you. But I, I think those two will be very early on instances of what this culture cancel culture mm-hmm. is. Well, I think those are two different things as well. Uh, What's like, been happening? I, well, I think the courthouse oh, woman, like the government, at that point it was legal, was it not, or was it wasn't by it, case it was, by case? It was legal that they that gay marriage was allowed in her state, right? So I don't think it was right for her to, I mean, mess with their right to do something, but go into. So I th- I could understand some pushback on that. But when it comes to the cake shop, like that's a privatized business. If you don't like that they wouldn't make your cake, go buy a cake somewhere else. If like the, it would be like if someone came to my house and says, "I need you to make me dinner." No, like it's my food. <laughs> it's it's my supply. You know what I mean? Like it's privately owned by me. I don't have to do anything you tell me to, and I don't have to serve you. And it was a private business that told customers no because of their values. Now, you can agree or disagree with their values or whatever you want, but they have the right to say no. And if you get upset with that, that's cool. Like, you can have an opinion. You can feel some type of way. But to cancel them or try to get their business taken down for doing something that's rightfully good, like, or their right to do, like, I I always thought that was crazy. The whole council culture has actually been happening for quite a while, even mm. going back into the 90s. And what I'm referencing, referencing, little referencing is um, uh, like Saturday Night Live, for instance. Some of their hosts or musicians would would take a political stand because back in the yeah, '90s, really SNL was huge, yeah. right? A lot bigger than it is today, um, mm-hmm. and so they reached a broad audience. Well, uh, like Sinead O'Connor. For instance, let's take her. Mm-hmm. She spoke out about the Pope. And if you go all the way back to episode number two, religion, season one, we talk about how Catholicism is not probably not the best thing. And all this, you can <laughs> hear Kip's gripe about that for an hour. Um, but but she spoke out mm-hmm. against the Pope and she was blacklisted. She was told she first of all, she would never be a host or a musician on SNL and then. She had the one song that came out, and that was it. And there's been plenty of instances that's happened where someone takes a political stand that goes against the norm, and then 
they are blacklisted, especially in Hollywood, or they're canceled. Uh, if they're, you know, a politician or just, it doesn't have to be Hollywood. It could just be a prominent person in a community. It could be all the way from local to, to national, international. Another example I thought of when we brought up SNL was uh, Roseanne. She had her, her sitcom mm-hmm. come back, and then she made Trump supporting mm-hmm. comments. And next thing you know, they kill her off on her own show. Right. It tells you it tells you how powerful these networks can have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what's what's worse? I believe is you have these actors, actresses, prominent people coming out and apologizing for things that happened twenty twenty five years ago, and it's like. If it wasn't a big deal back then, or if no one spoke up enough about it, why? Like I was reading, um, preparing for the show, um, you know, some of the celebrities in 2020 that got canceled. He did, and one of them was Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he apologized. Yep, he he apologized about he apparently oh, yeah. did blackface back in with, SNL Chris, with Rock? Chris Rock. Yes, with Chris <laughs> and, Rock. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. There wasn't an issue, or if there was an issue, right? It, it didn't make the news. Maybe it was behind scenes or something. But obviously, Jimmy Fallon's career didn't hinder from it. He wasn't canceled. He wasn't black, um, blacklisted or anything like that. But so why does he? The day and age we're in now with social media, with the internet, and you can find history on anyone. I, I was just going to bring up the draft with sports. football and basketball let's, let's draft. Go there with sports. The draft. Man, they mm-hmm. dig and dig and dig and dig. And they dig especially, and I don't care what you have to say, if you are a white guy, oh, yeah. they dig hard to find something that you've done to try to diminish your accomplish- accomplishments in the sport that you are in. And sometimes it may affect your draft position, which therefore it affects the money you make from being signed. Therefore it mm-hmm. affects the money Just you make over like your career. Old tweet from high school or something like that. It's amazing how, yeah, it's amazing how much power that cancel culture has. Yeah. That has, it's, it's just insane. And people make stupid things all the time. Tweets mm-hmm. and all that when they're, when they're young and they're immature, they're stupid. Oh, yeah. and, they, and you're not thinking we all been there. You're not thinking about the future. When we were teenagers, we weren't thinking about when we were 25 or when we're going to be 25 or 30 or whatever. You're not thinking about, and especially, especially back then, you think it would resurface if you put something out of the internet or if you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think we did anything. Yeah. We didn't do anything crazy like that, but like teenagers nowadays, man, they make wrong, wrong, one wrong Mm-hmm. tweet or snapchat there's or gotta be a, a societal norm of like a statue of limitations right where you i know there's not but that's what needs to happen there's not we could say okay this was eight years ago it's really irrelevant right mm-hmm. this was six months ago this is more relevant mm-hmm. or if we go into the political okay he wasn't mm-hmm. a politician then he is now so mm-hmm. the words he says as a as his current job you know should be more have more leverage than whatever, but the, it's not. It's not. It's not a fair game that's fought though. Because okay, Jimmy Fallon did his apology. He still has a show. He still does his thing, right? He still got the show, right? Am I that out of place with it? Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, he definitely so, still has a show. So yeah. he's on the left. No, 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 no. no. You know, he's definitely on the left of the political spectrum. He he played their game. He he did their thing, and he still has his job. Mm-hmm. 
it doesn't work the other way around. And if you refuse to apologize, they just get you, go, hit you harder and harder and harder. One person that I know beat cancel culture would have been Tim Allen with his show Last Man Standing. Mm. Right? You know, he got canceled off of what oh, was yeah. CBS and then Fox picked him up. I found it fascinating that Fox actually picked mm-hmm. the show back up in the first mm-hmm. place. That that astonished me that that had happened. Well, the people who followed him on Tool Time mm-hmm. followed him on on Last Man Standing. I mean, he essentially plays the same right. character, just more modern times. He's the he's the man's man. The you know what I mean? And we had <laughs> we've had that um, episode as well, um, which is a good one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's Tim Allen's a great example. I want to. Also bring this up because of how the internet can be used against you. How, what do you guys think is the best way to, to combat it? To, because let me, let me try and rephrase this. Disney's not a dumb company. Okay. These, these major tech firms, these high level, you know, uh, directors, is a, mm-hmm. they're not dumb people. They have marketing teams and they know what they're doing. But all these companies seem to be adhering to that standard. Do you think there's actually a bigger psychological component to this? To where all the data and all the evidence supports the cancel culture for a company to follow suit with it? I think if it fits their the agenda... Well, <clears throat> That's relevant, okay, relevant to today. To today. That, then, because okay. I think that's 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 interesting. Mm-hmm. Or or just or just time right now because whatever they're pushing, whatever Disney's trying to push, if you go against that norm, guess, you're going to get canceled. I, I guess I'm more confused. There's going to be some repercussions to okay. your action. The average person, like the three of us, we don't we don't let the cancel culture kind of dictate if we support a company or if we don't. No. I'm going to assume. Christian's going to still mm-hmm. follow Star Wars, regardless of the decision that Disney made. I mean, you're not you're not going to not watch Disney anymore, right, Christian? No, I mean, yeah, I'm still watching. Right. Okay, Disney and everything. so yeah. it makes me think like these companies say, okay, we're not going to lose seventy percent of our fifty percent of our audience because we made this decision. They're just going to continue with their lives. Same thing with sports. Look at the NFL. I mean, they've lost viewership. We've had that discussion too, but you still have your core base of of people that are going to follow you as a company. And by adhering to the cancel culture, you're now securing that extra 20, 30, 40% right. mm-hmm. of revenue and supporters. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the people that don't support the cancel culture decision is very minuscule. And I think that might be the differential of why these companies just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, like we discussed in the, in the uh, poli- politics um, episode. And specifically about the Libertarian Party is if you want to break up the two-party system and bring in a third party, mm-hmm. you got to band together, right? So if you want to stick it to the man or stick it to Disney or these major companies, us as consumers, even though we may love Star Wars, we may love Marvel, we may love everything there is about Disney, if you really want to take a stand... Yeah. Right. Delete your membership. Don't 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 support them. Now, it doesn't mean that you know I don't support. I'll say it. I don't support illegal streaming of movies or anything like that. But <laughs> if you find a website, 
if you find a website that you don't have to actually download the movie, okay, and it's a like a free stream type thing, you can find anything you want, right? Any show, any movie, whatever, and you're not supporting okay. gotcha. that company financially, correct? So, Christian, if you really <laughs> want to be a man and take a stand, no, I'm just messing with you, no. But right. it's the same with oh, us. Yeah. I mean, we have Disney Plus. The girls love it. You know, they're all watching. Yeah, right. Hell, we're going to Disney. That's right. That's yeah, right. You, 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 yeah, you just told me you booked your reservation to eat at the castle. Like, that's, that's really right. supporting. Yeah. He's like, he's like, like holding hand in hand with Mickey Mouse, buddy. That's who's in dinner with. So, but yeah, but that's what it's going to take is. If you really want to make a difference, and honestly, I think there are companies that are out there, Disney, there's automotive companies, airline companies, all that. They're too big to, uh, to even if you, yeah. I think you band together, it's just too much. There's not enough people that you can get around to You're actually going, make a significant difference. In my I, opinion, Christian, I very what much do you have? agree with you in the sense that we would have to band together if there was a certain topic or a certain instance where it was just kind of like the last roll you would definitely have to band together but i think the crazy thing is here you see on the flip side that yeah like you know gina she gets you know fired i think it's a stupid reason to get fired but i'm not going to stop watching the mandalorian uh just simply to just uh you know bump disney I don't, I'm a grown up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you need to do business, I don't care how you do business at the end of the day. Do I agree with you cowering to people who are just tweeting at you? No. Like, I'll be honest. I don't care if you tweet at me a million times. You're not going to tell me to turn left when I need to turn right. You know what I mean? Or make a decision for me that I don't feel like is best. Uh, so I think a lot of times those big companies, like Kip said, they're only going to that leftist cancel culture because they want to save that extra 20% in margin, you know, which for us, you know, maybe it's hard to fathom. Probably for them, it's probably a, a couple hundred million, you know, dollars a year or something like business. It makes sense. Like if you take away the emotions, the politics, business, if you want to keep as many people happy as possible while not making the people that are already happy with you upset, like it makes complete sense. Like you would, but what were you going to say, Kip? I think you're right in that aspect that an established company may have to make that decision regardless that they feel that it's the correct decision mm-hmm. or not for for saving the bottom line, okay? Mm-hmm. I think you would have to come up as a – you would have to be a new company going against the grain, mm-hmm. fighting the cancer culture, and promoting and advertising that we don't follow those rules like to, to, to not – you know, to, to to keep progressing forward. Like you can't be an established company and say to I mean to that magnitude and just say, you know what? Gina's got her own thoughts and, and opinions. We respect mm-hmm. her thoughts and opinions. She's still our actress for the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I mean okay, let's say Disney did that decision. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a crap ton of pissed off people. Yeah. You're gonna have a very large a group of people that say all right, cool. I agree with it. No big deal. Yeah, and no. you'll have the small sliver of people that will ban and say, rah, rah, go for you, Disney. Mm-hmm. You know, you that's the right call. Good for you. And yeah. unless that decision by Disney gets promoted and popularized and applauded from mainstream media and from the news networks and the big names, like, like you know, the big Hollywood names, the big TV networks and say, you know, you know, Oprah came out and said, hey, good job, Disney. Then you would have a bunch of people say, oh, yeah, that was a good job. 
I think the decision or how we fix this cancel culture is going to take a generation. And I think it's, and I think it's on us with our kids. We guys, we would have to teach Mm -hmm. them like, here's your, here's the consequences of some of the actions you do on social media. Mm -hmm. You're going to make a dumb post. It could come back to haunt you. Understand your peers are in the same group. You got to have the moral capacity and the ethical capacity to try and figure out what's right and wrong. Is that person, what that person said seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, is it still relevant to how they are acting and behaving today? Mm-hmm. And it just is a stronger evidence of that of said person. Or like, all right, yeah, he said something dumb. They did something done. You know, give him a slap on the wrist, whatever. You shake hands and you move on with your life. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a to fix the culture is not going to be, you know, President Trump wouldn't be able to do it. President Biden is not going to be able to do it. It's going to take, I think, 10, 15, 20 years for this cycle to kind of come back around. Yeah. And I, and, I, I and quite honestly, I, I think – and we're, we're going to get there when we start getting the censorship. It's going to take a lot. Like people are going to have to really not care about social media. Mm-hmm. They're going to not have to they, – they shouldn't – they're going to have to really deeply get into them and say, I don't care what, the, what my – responses are off of social media like, i don't care the about the actions and stuff like that that that's not going to happen <clears throat> and i think it happens with yeah uh, you are like, old with kip yeah. and i being a little bit older than christian i think there is a i <laughs> i think there is a difference between mm-hmm. how we grew up and how you grew up with technology internet you know things like that i think kip and i could care less what people think what we post because I, you know, if you if you follow us on Facebook, you probably <clears throat> seen some of our posts, some comments and stuff. We we just say what we what we feel and what we think is right, and people come back at us. You know, sometimes really hard, sometimes stupidly. We give it back Q- to them. You know, try, try, try to have a civilized conversation, but 85 and a half percent. Well, well times, I think you know, too. Uh, continue. Right? Nobody wants to have a civilized conversation, but what I was going with is. It, you know, with this whole generation not, you know, worrying about what you post on social media, it's mm-hmm. the kids today, the teenagers, the younger ones, that's all they care about is just mm-hmm. what's happening on my feed, whatever it is. It's so much fun. Snapchat though. or TikTok, especially TikTok. <laughs> that's the big thing right, now, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's fun. Well, I agree. It, it took me a while to get on it, honestly. Um, and. And I don't even I don't like anything. I don't follow anybody. Actually, I follow two people. That's it. And I just look mm-hmm. at it because it's just thing. Like if I have something to pass the time, I just look at it. Whatever. But if I post something like on Facebook, that's my opinion. It doesn't affect how mm-hmm. I do my job, how I treat other yeah, people. Because I know how to piggyback decent, off of that. I think right. It is going to take a generation of us stewarding our kids in a sense of responsibility and empathy. I think empathy has got to be the big thing because I think in this culture right now, it's very polarized. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people for, you know, a lot of people want that smoke, you know, on both sides. A lot of people want to have an argument. A lot of people want to have an opinion and we got to teach our kids, hey, it's okay to have an opinion and it's okay to disagree with people. And it's okay to love the people that disagree with you 
Right? Like, just because you disagree with somebody doesn't mean that their character is in question automatically. Now, if someone's like, I think killing puppies is okay, like, that's, you know, then you're like, all right, come on, man. Like, that, like, like that's, that's an issue, right? Um, but, like, in the sense, like, politics, religion, right. like, even though Kip's wrong 99% of the time on religion, it doesn't make me like him any less. I barely like him now, you know? Oh. So, it doesn't change anything. Uh, but... Really, honestly, it, it's gonna. There's a there's a silent group of people in this world who are like us who really don't care either way. We're gonna have our beliefs, but we're gonna respect your beliefs as well, and that has to be the norm now. You have a huge, loud section of cancel culture that is. If you don't agree with me, you're wrong. And that's not how you have intelligent debates. And that's not how you grow as a society. That's how you start censoring people. That's how you start moving people to silence. That's how you start getting that already polarized ends. That's how you start sparking fights. And and then honestly, the more that you start polarizing yourselves, (laughs) like at no point in any way has anybody tweeted somebody or facebook posted somebody and that's changed their opinion can we agree to that at no point has anybody at least for me at no point you could we could argue till the cows come home on social media and it doesn't matter like you're not changing my opinion but you're not but the the educational system has been indoctrinating us and kids about you have to agree this certain way or if you mm-hmm. don't you're going to be shunned or canceled or whatever and so therefore it's changing their mindset as they're growing as they're going through school so when they become adults when they become 18 go to college whatever get you know on their own then they come mm-hmm. a part of this cancel culture so if you don't agree with them then well, well You're done. and this is what it like goes back to. to. Like you it, have it to have enough character and belief in yourself and whatever you believe to stand up for that. And like the biggest thing is going back to religion. Like I firmly believe mm-hmm. that Christians are being persecuted now and are going to more so get persecuted in America in the next decade. I firmly believe that in some shape or form. Rather, it's meeting publicly, rather it's freedom of speech. There's already been persecution in that in america now there's so much worse persecution around the world like in china and southeast asia i get that but we're starting to see a spark of persecution now in america that we haven't seen at least in my lifetime that i've been a christian and in the lifetime of my parents i know that because we've had that discussion Right. Under this D disguise, which is dumb. Oh, it's my thing is at the end of the day, you're not going to tell me who I can and can't have in mm-hmm. my house, right? Like you're not going to tell me where I can and can't go. They're going to try. I mean, they can try, and oh. I'm going to drive right through that barricade and say I'm going to Georgia, dude. <laughs> you guys are you. You're- <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you're a domestic that, terrorist. Right, we, we'll save that discussion for a different day if we want to get into to that. So let, let's move on to the whole censorship part because we all agree that the cancel culture leads into censorship. And 100%. I think over the last year, maybe two years, is when we've really seen censorship really take its role across uh, across our country. Now we 
Can you ask a question? Can I ask a question you can, right now? You what can ask a question. question. Well, can uh, I ask a question to you guys about censorship? You're welcome. Okay. I'm running the show. Let's Thank go. you. I, I appreciate <laughs> that, Judge. Um, <laughs> so has the censorship been warranted in any way? And I'm referring to anyone that's been censored the past year. Let's just take do I think because a lot of censorship happened. So has it been in some aspect? In some aspect, warranted? I'm sure there has been a warranted issue of it being being the correct decision. No. On the scale that it's happened, okay, well, that changes your question. No. Okay. The reason for my question is mainly talking about, I mean, censorship as in the big politicians, the big celebrities, things like that. Not, not me, you, Christian, right? And we could get censored right. by getting blocked. So you're talking about the major deplatforming stuff, right? of an individual. And all. And, okay, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think yes. so, and I think we all would agree that deplatforming, taking their voice mm-hmm. away, removing them off the internet, trying to minimize them and make them obsolete is a wrong decision. Mm-hmm. The counter argument to that, which which is the most common, is you're using a private company's system, software, you know, product. They can change the rules and the terms of service mm-hmm. and do what they want. So that's what that's what I know you're shaking your head, does. That's the common argument, right? That's the most common argument, correct? It has nothing to do with what they post. <laughs> you know, you know. Let's let's start. Okay, yeah. the first really big news person who got censored would have been Alex Jones, right? Alex Jones is seen as a conspiracy theorist, a far right extremist. Okay. Uh, this, that, the other. Is he not? I don't know enough about. Yes. In some aspects, in my in he's my a, humble opinion, in some aspects, he could be. That doesn't right, but that doesn't change out there. What yeah. you sh- he shouldn't be censored and deplatformed and I agree. Misinformation, like we're all adults, we don't need the government holding our hands on what we think we should be listening to or what we shouldn't be listening to. Correct. Okay. The next, I think, another one you have would be. Um, well, we're going through a list, and there's going to be a lot of conservatives because I don't know of any any hardline lefties outside of well, okay. Yeah. I don't, do you know of any leftist high level liberal Democrat that has been censored? No. Was was Ellen DeGeneres? Was she censored? I know she was canceled. Some with her, yeah, sh- uh, because of, you know it came out how. Big of a douchebag she I don't, is. With, I don't, with I don't think she was censored. I was she actually think, censored? I think she was canceled. Uh, but I, again, I don't think there was anything political. That was straight. Yeah, she was a douche. You know, like at the end of the day. But so, I, think, but, I, but think there is, I think there are some that would be perceived as a Democrat or, or liberal. One that came, I, I always screw up his last name, though, but Milo. Yanopolis or you know, right? He's been off. Oh yeah, 
he was around for a much. while. I haven't seen him in a minute. I bought his book not, and everything. But he is a gay but man. he's not leftist, though. Very flamboyant <laughs> gay man that likes big black guys. He <laughs> is the is is a look yeah. and perception stereotype of what a liberal Democrat want. And he, he goes against it. And I think once it came out and once he got popular enough mm-hmm. that, like, we can't have a gay Republican, that's when he got canceled. That's when he got censored. Hmm. Right? Well. And who did he get censored by? He got. He, he, Republicans, Democrats, combo. I would say he got censored by media. Media in general? Yeah. or Right. I think that's where it started. It started with, we're not going to let you on our show. Hmm. Okay. I think there's an evolution of this, now that I'm thinking of more. The evolution starts with, we're not going to have you on our, our mainstream programs. You're not going to be on Fox and Friends. You're not going to be on with Don Lemon. You're not going to be on with Anderson Cooper. Right. That then will evolve into, you're not yeah. going to go on to um, uh, Bill Maher. You're not going to be on John Oliver. Now we've got you know the HBO guys and the, the pay-per-view stuff. So then all these guys who know they have mm-hmm. this, this following or this voice – now you get into the evolution of the tech companies of like, okay, YouTube's going to take me off their platform, so I can't get monetized through YouTube. Mm-hmm. All right, and I, obviously, I know now with, and I know our talk and our discussions leading up to post election, when you had Google and Apple and YouTube and all those like really wipe out Trump off off the face of the internet, mm-hmm. and not just Trump, but wiped off a ton of people off the internet. Mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah. So, I, I don't think I, – I don't like the argument of like these are private companies that they can do what they want. And I know, W, you don't, you don't agree with that. Um, Christian? I think the way I – I'm a huge proponent of freedom of speech. I am. I, I do think that you should be able to say what you want to, whether I agree with it or not. As long as you're not bringing any uh, harm to somebody in any way. Now, um, at the end of the day, I think uh, businesses do have the ability to do whatever they want with their IP. Um, but in the same token, if you have a social media platform and you start canceling people, you start if it's not going both ways, then that's an issue. Now, if there was a huge group of people on both sides going at it, and they were like, "Both of y'all are done off my platform." Bye, see you. That's cool. I could, I would be behind that because at that point, it's justified. But I very much think getting rid of Trump, getting rid of a bunch of Republicans, getting rid of a bunch of Trump uh, Trump supporters, um, that's an issue because now you're attacking a group of people versus actually taking action on a certain issue. I think we're missing a step here too. This is not us, the three of us, but we got here through by having these tech companies have a huge leash. Mm-hmm. Goes back to the section, what was it, two sixty or two thirty? Right. Yeah. You know, this is where I think we need to start at the baseline of okay. You go to Facebook or Twitter. What do you guys want to be? Do you want to be a publisher or do you want to be a public utility? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that's the, I think know. that's the first that's discussion and definition we need to have. Okay. And these companies need to decide because if they want to be a publisher and they want to take responsibility for what they post 
or what their platform is used for, I think we have a different argument, and I don't think we have a quote-unquote censorship issue, okay? But if they want to play the balancing game between both of them, that's the problem that everything originates from. Mm-hmm. And I that I think that question and that it that problem needs to be answered first before you can even get to the to the idea of like is it right for Google to take Parler off their Play Store? Okay, is it right for Apple to do that? Do they should they have the power to do that? I think that no. that's just a step in the right direction. Or, no. I mean, a, a step into solving the problem of censorship. Mm-hmm. No, I no. We need to figure out what the definition can? needs to be first. Yeah. You know, I I don't think the. I think that I think I th- okay. I think I think social media platforms are so- social media a tier below the big tech companies. Okay, and for all this time, you—it was Facebook and Twitter deciding. Okay, we're going to ban him, block him, ban him, block him, and then it was like, okay, the conservatives—we're going to go and we're going to create Parler, or we're going to do this, and then everything—you know—the the lefty trolls moved over to there, and they got them canceled over there, and they since they couldn't shut Parler down, they had to go to the next tier up of the big tech of Google and Alphabet to get them off the Play Store. I don't. What's the next step above Google, right? What would be the next step above those guys? Like, what? What if a conservative? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? what if, like, yeah, okay. Night. What if all of a sudden, you know, Parler <laughs> became huge out of nowhere, you know, in a matter of a few weeks, and it got shut down. What would happen if you had a competing mm-hmm. com- a competitor against Google and Apple? Let's say Firefox. That's another popular web browser. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter who it is. What oh, if they duck, raised duck, duck. the ranks and now we're a legit competitor to Google? How would they, how how would what would happen? Like that's like like who would who would shut down DuckDuckGo? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, okay. It would it it will never happen. Google Google. I mean, you, you can't even like hypothesize. Right, too big about it happening because it would never happen. It's because it, it, they're too big, and that's the thing. Social media, Google, Apple, Microsoft, whatever. They aren't at that level. I don't think you could be considered a private business. You can't. You you are a utility, right? So you can't just deplatform someone like you can't this is that this ties in with trump trying to um yeah uh what was the, it the in section the 230 right? bill to, um, to remove their immunity rights or stuff like that yeah yeah that yeah yeah exactly because so i mean they should it goes back it. to my original premise that we got to have a discussion on a societal level where what tier are we putting these people at are we going to put them at the same level as Home Depot, as you know, some of the smaller companies, even though Home Depot's, you know, not small, but you know, you're, you're you understand my premise. The the role is obviously well. That it was an example what's, of what's a, Home Depot. What's right. Home Depot going to do though? You know what I mean? I I know. 
it's a tough decision. It's a tough call because we're in a different world than what we lived in the nineties, what we lived in the two thousands and the two thousand tens. Internet is not a public utility, but it's treated as it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, and I and I sure as hell don't want it to be a government, mm-hmm. no. you know, subsidy. So what 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 do we do here? This is the step that everyone <laughs> needs to talk about. We don't need to talk about the censorship issue. We need to talk about where do we start? Where does where can we get this baseline to start building the hierarchy, start building the pyramid of the social ladder of this response to this to respond to that and climb it up because we know Google and Apple are at, and Microsoft at the, are at the pinnacle, and they're only going to get involved if they absolutely have to. Like I really, I don't, I have to think that you had Facebook and Twitter going to Google saying get these get Parler off of here, okay? I don't, or or you had some high level congressman saying get Parler off her. I don't think they wanted to do it. I don't think they care to do it. Mm-hmm. I think they were pressured in via cancel culture or whatever you want to call it to make the decision to, to ban and censor parlor and all that stuff. There's a problem more grounded that we got that we need well, to figure out. I think initially out. it all starts with you, right? I think you have to be responsible for what you say and responsible for how you feel. And I think how you discuss those things. So at the end that's, of the that's day, too, that's, that's too simple and Christian answer. We're not we're not having confession, dude. This, okay. this is do you like, want me to be is, all right then? No, how because about, no. How about, I'm, I'm how, being, about how about I'm we not, all stop? Not, stop being soft. Stop being soft. So if you okay, so if you start a business, if if yeah, if you start a if you start a business, okay, if you start Google, mm-hmm. to and you bring it up to where it's at right now, as the CEO, as the founder of Google. I would hate How it. would you feel if the government it, yeah. put regulations on you? Right. So don't you think that's how they feel like they feel like, hey, mm-hmm. I am I am Google. I'm a private business. Right. I can I can censor people, right? Exactly. I have that right. It goes yeah. it goes back to the, the, the baker. Mm-hmm. It's his right. Okay. To refuse I'm glad you brought it up like that way because that goes back to when you originally would, asked the question, do you think it was warranted? This is where I think it was warranted. I do think these companies have the ability to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's right though. But the bigger mm-hmm. picture, the cloud over one is how come it's not right? How come we don't feel it's right? And it's those problems, it's those deeper issues that we got to talk about mm-hmm. to try. Yeah. It's just it good does. business. I think it's really what it boils down to. If you mm-hmm. really, if you really want to yeah. get at it, and like we yeah. talked about earlier with Disney, it's good business. Ooh. They canceled. Move on. Her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot her name. Sorry. But yeah, they canceled her. Right. They're going to see mm-hmm. a slight, mm-hmm. maybe a slight little mm-hmm. bend on the profits, just for a little bit, though. She'll go do her own right. thing and all of that. So it just boils down to it's good business. Mm-hmm. And they have to make the it's correct a- decisions, especially being that powerful. So if they thought the correct decision was deplatforming President Trump while while he was president. Yeah. If, then and that's the two ways you got to think about it. Personally, think about it through business eyes. Business, 
Makes sense. Let's get rid of the actress that nobody likes, apparently, or at least a small portion doesn't like for whatever reason. We'll take a hit. We'll write her off. We'll we'll either recast her or move on. We'll keep making that money for the long term. Uh, but like Kip said, it's not right. We have First Amendment rights, and we shouldn't be censored at all. Like if you if you start getting attacked, you know, if my business starts getting hit by, you know, and wanting to be canceled for whatever reason, I need other people to come up and say. Uh, no, screw you. We're still supporting this guy. Yeah. Get your little mouth out of here because those people in the cancer culture are a small yeah. voice in a big pond. Oh. Right? Well, but people at, don't want to talk. Look at Chick fil A, for instance. Oh, they don't exactly. understand what people say I mean, about it was their what, Christian seven, views. It was like yeah. seven, eight years ago, right? Yeah. It came out, oh, they're against gays, blah, 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 whatever, which, which they aren't. They are not. Yeah. They hire, they, it's, it, yeah, it's just insane. They, they yeah. But they had whole churches, mm-hmm. mega churches, lining right. their drive-throughs when it was supposed to be yep. canceled Chick Fil A. And I was in one of those lines. Yeah, like you know, yeah. Like, well, well, this is the I, you know I go off. Yeah. I honestly think, guys, the moment that people stop caring what people say is the moment that crap will be fixed. But everybody cares what people think, and it's sickening because at the end of the day. I have people on my Facebook, on my Twitter, who swear to God what they post is so important. And when it's not, like, like you're not changing the world with your <laughs> Facebook or Twitter posts. I'm sorry. Nothing. You're not doing jack squat. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go off a side tangent. I text you guys that I changed yeah. my Twitter tag on Xbox. Yeah. I almost made a post on Facebook saying, I was like, it's an end of an era. Of, of an era. I got a new gamer tag. Like, no, no one gives a I, damn I love, what I just I love did. It, but at no point does that, the only thing that changes, I got to check the different name for my list now. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like but really though, I'm just, I, I'm honestly sick of it. This is one of those things now that really grinds my gears is when people think that their post or their saying really means a crap. And honestly, it goes with me. I don't care what you think I got to say. And I don't, for once, think that anything that I'm saying right now is going to change the world. But what I do think is that but, you have to start thinking about yourself. Like, hey, brother, like, is what you're writing helping somebody or is it hurting somebody? If it's not helping anybody, then shut up. Like, you're not helping anybody. But isn't it great, too, that you have a platform that you can express your views, whether like you say, you're tired of seeing people post stuff that it, I, yeah, it's no. not going to make a difference in the world. It's not no. going to make a difference to one person, but they have the ability to put that out there. It makes That's them fine. feel better, which is fine yeah. if you look at it that way. But I do agree if let's say you mm-hmm. post something on an article, cool. you post your opinion, someone cool. posts their opinion, right? And you have a nice little banter back Done. and forth. Perfectly fine. But then, right. But it's the, the issue is when you post something or you even you say something and you just get yeah. berated, people can't talk to nah. you civilly. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't – civilly, I don't even think that's a word. In a civilized manner. A word. I, mean, I appreciate um, that. That's fine. I do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, because if you think about um, – Episode two, I made up a word called yep. stigmatism. 
And that's not even a word. So, and and my wife pointed that out. I was like, man, it's so embarrassing. Second right, episode, and I'm right. making up words already. It's great. That's my education right. from South Georgia. So, um, but no, I mean, it's yeah. censorship it's so and cancel culture. It's, it's like you said, it really grinds mm-hmm. my gears as well. And it makes me not even want to look at no. social media. And I look at social media for not just seeing people's opinions on things, but to get articles mm-hmm. about sports teams, to get articles about this and that, things I find interesting. Because that's just a way that you're, <laughs> you're able to stay informed on yeah. interests that you like. But it's unfortunate that it's bombarded it with and, 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 I, and I'm just sick of it because, like, I, like I could think of like a few people just in my head right now of just some posts that people been like, like, because me personally, I share things on both sides, and I love triggering people sometimes. I just like sending that post out there. Oh, yes. believe, remember when I yes. called you? Yeah, you called him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he posted some <laughs> stupid ass thing. Some, some oh, leftist thing. This was oh, a few, this was months ago. It was I think in the oh, summer man. maybe or something. And I called him. Oh. I'm like, "Are you for real?" What I say? What I say? <laughs> and you were like, "No, I just want to see people's reactions." <laughs> I was like, "Well, you got one." He's like, "I was expecting you and uh, you or Kip to call me." And I was like, "Yeah, I called you." It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't up like at all. Minutes. I just wanted to see what people say. Oh. I can't. I, I can't even remember what it was about. But I'm like, why, why, why are you? you and, I, and I remember, like, Rizy called. I was like, "Yep, here it comes." <laughs> right on cue. Well, because honestly, like, I'm, I'm so very I, moderate um, in a lot of my thinking. So when I, I when I know something's going to spark the conversation on either side, I want to post it because I want to hear what well, you okay. think. And, and like, I love All right. that. So, so you brought that up. What? What was the whole windmill thing you posted? Hey, I can't understand uh, what that thing was. They're saying or were you? That I follow that I don't agree with in the slightest. Posted that saying like, look, you know, it was like, right. I, like I posted it because I, I very much thought like that's not the issue in the slightest right now. It, there's fifty tons of snow, huh? So when so so when I said you can complain about the windmill and about uh, you know your own like you yeah. agreed with what I said, yeah, okay. No, I was no, I'm like, I had joke? like some Texans who were like, "This is stupid." I was like, "I know. That's why I posted it." Like, this makes no sense. Gotcha. I'm well aware because okay. some people on the left on my Facebook posted it and thought they were like severely in the right, and I was like, "I don't, I don't understand why why you thought that was right." So I wanted to share, and 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 I had some people that were like, "Dude, man, I love you, bro, but that's wrong." And it was like, "I know, I know it's wrong." <laughs> you know, I, I think to, to recap, you know, what I think the views we express is, is synonymous with a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. and with the majority of people out there. Cancel culture shouldn't be a thing. You shouldn't be calling for someone's livelihood or their jobs or whatever just because they have a different mm-hmm. opinion than you. You know, obviously, if they're a child molester, cancel. If they say, the sky or the earth is flat. Okay, they're a little crazy. Just let them keep doing yeah. their job. There's no reason to cancel them. If they have a polit- you know, a, a religious belief and, and they don't want to make you a cake, they don't have to make you a cake. You can yeah, publics is down the road. Don't worry about it. All right. I think the censorship issue is a little bit more complicated. I do think it does stem from a deeper rooted 
problem that we haven't figured out yet and that we as a collective group don't understand are confused on. And I think that's where the talking point needs to be had. It's not at the at the superficial level of this because right now you just have a lot of reactionary mm-hmm. decisions being made and not a whole lot of thought process on why those mm-hmm. decisions were being made. And I also think we need to understand that there's a difference between cancel culture and not supporting right. a company. I mean, there is a difference for, for someone to come out here and say, you know, I'm not going to watch any more NFL games because I don't like the kneeling. It's different than saying Tom Brady should be fired because he threw the Lombardi <laughs> the trophy across the carrot. board. Right? Or, that he won, or that he won the Super Bowl yes. during Black History Month. I did see that one. Did you one. see that one? I didn't see that one. I, yeah. only, saw, I only saw the, the part- Silversmith's daughter complaining that she the, wants to play. It was the day after, and someone goes, and now it begins. <laughs> it's like, it like, yeah, he's like, how dare Tom Brady a white guy went to Super Bowl in the middle of Black History Month against Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, what oh, the hell's going it. on here? <laughs> so there's obviously there, those are two different yeah. situations. Yeah, I definitely feel this conversation can be extended, but I know we're uh, running out of time here. We're, we're up against the uh, the end of the show, so we might have to have a, a yes. part two of this yes. discussion. Yeah. And, and I think what, I think a good a, a fun exam a fun exercise would be to. Bring some some oh, true yeah. examples. Like bring up four or five, six, seven different stories, and talk about them in, in you know different parts yeah. of that way. So, well, and this this episode really ties into it our does, yep. book club. I of, of the month of nineteen eighty four. I finally started uh, listening to it. I have to go the audible okay. route this route because with, with my move, and um, yeah. um, I don't know how far I'm in. Think I'm only maybe you know twenty five pages on it or whatever. But they're talking about they're talking about the um, the TV screens that they they're yep. standing up doing the exercises and Big yep. Brothers like tune in and like saying you could do better than that. Dad, fuck right. that, man. That, that's some creepy right. shit. I'm telling you, it's you know, or or the or the main character scared to write a journal because you know, well, this doesn't even mean anything since it can be censored and, and cleaned away. Well, no one would, have you gotten to where they put the speck of dust no. on the journal yet? Not yet, no. Just to see if someone's been in there to look. So he puts a speck of dust on his journal to see if someone's looked in it. Because then when he comes back and if the dust has moved, he knows Stop someone's moved, moved his stuff. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's real. It gets real interesting. Yeah, real I, interesting. I think, Especially when they start going to different, like, I think I believe they start talking about different uh, territories or countries. I'm not sure how they state in the book what they yeah. are, but there's different um, territories, I think. Yeah, um, I think it's I, really good. I think I'm like 20, 24 pages or so, maybe after looking at the how it's broken down here. It's cool. The, the Audible is a British guy yeah. mm-hmm. reading it, so it's kind of it's kind of nice, kind of nice. cool. So uh, yeah, the telescreen paused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, attention, your attention, please. Yeah, I'm passing. Our forces in South Philly have won a glorious victory. I'm all yeah. to say that, blah blah blah. So I'm just past this part here. So, so yeah, uh, that's a, that's a good little reminder. We are reading 1984, mm-hmm. written by George Orwell, for our book of the month. We will have the discussion at the end of the month. So yep. uh, and it will be posted on time. We'll this have time. That yes. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna end uh, end this episode. Does you got a nugget? Of course. Of course I got a okay, so we're so. So we'll, we'll do Dove's so, Nugget, and then we're going to get out of here. So mm-hmm. go ahead, buddy. 
Yeah, so this this nugget's a little different. Um, it, it, we know. Does everybody yes. know UrbanDictionary.com? I love the Urban. All right. So, so my suggestion to the fans and the listeners out there: if you ever want to get some weird definitions to everyday words or things you just don't really know what it means, go to Urban Dictionary and find out what it means to them. So I looked up cancel culture. Oh, in Urban in Urban Dictionary. Definition of that is a modern internet phenomenon where a person is ejected from influence or fame by questionable actions. It is caused by a critical mass of people who are quick to judge and slow to question. Quick to judge mm-hmm. and slow to question. There you go. It is commonly caused by an accusation, whether that accusation has merit or not. It is a direct result of the ignorance of people caused communication technologies outpacing the growth and available knowledge of a person. The little mm. quote they give is this, sadly, he was a victim of cancel culture. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think that really does sum it up. It's actually a yeah, decent I'd definition agree. coming from Urban Dictionary. It's far out, it's yeah. some wild thing, but... Yeah. Oh, that's pretty that, good. That's really good. I mean, yeah, it's caused by an accusation where the accusation has merit or not. It's really big. So... Well, good show today, guys. I thought... Uh, I think we did a pretty good job. And... Uh, Onward yep. to the next one. Uh, to all our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Not really tuning in, we're not radio. So thank you for subscribing and hitting that bell and all the fun stuff like that. Uh, Tristan, if you're listening on the treadmill, <laughs> hi. Hey, nice you. shout out. Oh, here it is. Like, just giving you a little shout out here. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of The Confused Gentleman. Thank you for following. Thank you for listening. Everyone have a good night. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya.